Well, hello. I hope you had a fabulous week. If not, I hope that spending time with me helps to make it somewhat fabulous. I wanted you guys to hear the birds this morning. You know what that means? We are saying goodbye to winter in Australia. Um, and I am very happy to say farewell to winter because winter's not my... I mean, I don't mind it, but it's it's still if I had to pick. I'd rather have summer because even, even at its hottest, I feel summer is still more comfortable than winter. Um, winter, I just... Oh, it's such a struggle getting out of bed. I find any excuse to stay in bed even longer. It's too cold. It's too dark. It's whatever. So I am excited for the less um, less amount of struggles I will be having soon as I start getting out of bed. Um, but today I wanted to discuss with you all, <clears throat> not, not necessarily following God's will, but just being at peace with God's will. And my husband just preached over the weekend on this particular topic. So it's just been... I feel like God has really been speaking to us on this topic. I think just because of the uh, the fact that, you know, we, we're walking in faith in the way that God has guided us with regards to us moving into state. Um, but I think it has... I mean... Okay, so we're definitely looking forward to the move because of the potential for our girls, um, having a new church community. We're we're looking forward to all that kind of stuff. But at the moment in Australia, um, New South Wales is just getting a lot more cases of um, COVID. And as a result, their restrictions and lockdowns and all that kind of stuff is is just it's on another level now um and it's on a level that I don't think we've really experienced since the beginning of covid so since 2020 we haven't seen anything quite on this level with regards to quarantining and isolating and stay at home orders and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's very intense right now. And New South Wales is just very intense. And so for us here in Queensland, who it's just so cruisy, we're just so relaxed. I think we have a reputation as being a state that just takes everything pretty easy. Um, Everyone is like, why would you want to be leaving this? Which technically is just... It's almost like as though COVID doesn't exist kind of thing. That's where we're at at the moment. Um, Why would we want to leave this to go there? And yeah, that definitely has made things a little bit difficult for us because now we're like, God, like we totally trust that you're leading us there, but did you have to lead us there? So there's a little bit of that going on. Um, Not so much with me, but definitely with Stevie. Stevie just has a different way of... um, Stevie's more like a Thomas and I'm like a Peter. Like, you want me to walk on the water? Okay. Like, I'm just like, okay, no worries. Let's just completely disregard the fact that I can't walk on water. But um, Stevie's the opposite. Stevie's like, can you just show me like a sign every single day up until the day we leave that (laughs) that's what you want us to do? 
So anyway, that just been that's been pretty heavy on our hearts um, in the last few weeks, and I had a moment where I was driving to school, um, and so okay, so I am the kind of person I do the speed limit. You will never catch me doing under the speed limit. Like I am, yes, I. <laughs> I, I always do the speed limit and then there's like this unspoken rule that you can go 10% of the limit over and it's okay. Like it's kind of socially acceptable. So if it's a hundred, you kind of can get away with like 110. Um, I don't do 110 because I have already received a speeding ticket on my school drop off. So I was like, no, like I'm not going to be getting. And I wasn't intentionally speeding at that particular time when I got the ticket. So it made it even worse because it was like, wow, I just wasn't, I just missed that speed sign and didn't drop my speed down. So because of that, I do 105. So I'm, so then anyone, anyone that is doing less than 100 I will overtake when it is safe to do so. And that is, that's just the way that I drive. So it's an hour drive into school. We go through like sugarcane fields. It's a, it's a semi-rural drive. Um, so there's a lot of straight sections where I can overtake, but there's a lot of sections that are just, it's two lanes. So it's one lane in one direction and one lane in the other. So it does make overtaking kind of difficult. Um, but anyway, the other day, we were going into school and the girls, we were all running late. It was just one of those mornings. I I took longer than I needed to, to have my time with God. Um, lunches were a little bit trickier. It was just a combination of a lot of things. And we all left really late. Like we've never left this late. So I was like, okay, no worries. Let's just take it as it is. And we drive out. We get onto um, like the main road heading into Bundaberg, into the, the, <clears throat> the little, well, the little city that the school is at and there's a block, the road's blocked and cars are being turned around. The police are turning people around that they've got to go back the way they came. And long story short, there was a kangaroo that jumped onto the road and there was a person, there was a, there was a man on a motorcycle who crushed into the kangaroo like the kangaroo jumped out of nowhere and it's really hard because I feel like in Australia with kangaroos like with any other animal you kind of see them slowly making their way closer to the edge of the road and so when they they come out in front of you they've kind of walked there so I feel you can prep yourself up a, a little bit more with other animals but with kangaroos these guys are literally like, you do not see them. And depending on if the grass is really long, you do not see them. And then in one second, they're on the middle of the road. They just hop into the middle of the road. And then you're like, oh, well, where did that thing come from? So anyway, this particular person, so they they were quite severely injured. The kangaroo was massive. It was a ma- it would have to have been the same size as the motorbike. Like it was, it was, it was huge. Anyway. So as we're driving, we get, we get turned around and I have to go through a detour through another, uh, like other roads to get around. And I'm like, man, now we're going to be even later for school. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I didn't have to work. So it was no big deal. 
But in that moment, like I realized, oh, because at that time there was a car behind us who was trying to get through the side and, and I was out of the car because I was going to go and ask the police officer, hey, what's up? Am I just going to turn around um, just so I could get to the school? get to school earlier so I'm like anyway by the time I started seeing all the cars turning around I'm like I'm just gonna turn around because I'm assuming the police officer that's like 10 cars ahead of me is telling everyone the same thing he's gonna tell me and I'm gonna make a decision at that point that I'm just gonna turn around and go some other way so anyway so this particular lady she's driving past and she's trying to get through and I said to her I'm not sure what's happened but everyone seems to the police officer seems to be telling people and she tells me she's like yeah I came through here at eight o'clock and the road was still open but apparently the road got closed straight after me the accident was straight after I came through and in my head as soon as she said that I was like oh well eight o'clock that's about the time that we're going through this particular patch I'm like imagine if the kangaroo had jumped out at me so I had that moment and that really started making me think about this idea of God's will and you know Sometimes the things that are holding us back can seem like obstacles or hindrances in us achieving our goals, you know, whether it's our careers or whether it's, you know, getting married and having a family, if that's what, you know, God wants for us. Whatever it is, I feel like when there's delays, we're very quick to see them as something that is negative, something that God needs to remove, something that we need to pray or, you know, we need to be really disciplined and like just keep on going, even though it feels like this is definitely not what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Like every delay that we had that morning helped to make us leave home later which meant we weren't going through that patch at the time that we normally would be going through and that meant that that kangaroo that was probably always going to jump onto that road wasn't like a danger to us and so I'm constantly thinking to myself I'm like what are the things that I'm trying to what are the the things that are delaying me in maybe achieving things that I want to achieve or maybe even things that I feel like God has really wanted us to achieve. What are they? And can I stop looking at them in such a negative way? Can I stop looking at the fact that, you know, I took longer to do my devotionals and we couldn't find socks. And so we were all looking for socks, school socks. And um, maybe we, Stevie forgot to take the rubbish down that day. So then I had to take the rubbish down on top of everything else that we were trying to do. And when you see like a buildup of this stuff, and you just get so discouraged because you're like, it seems like I'll never achieve this thing. I was like, God, can you please help me though? When stuff like this is happening around me, please let me see your divine hand in this rather than always seeing it as like, oh, it's the devil. And, um, you know, I need to fight against that. And, and I need to claim God's promises. Like, I feel at some point we have to just step back pause and just be like okay god like let me not let me not be the one that's going to try and make this thing happen so that was one thing that i was i was really impressed with that whole situation i'm like okay god delays because he has other plans and those other plans could either be our safety or it could be that he's waiting for specific connections to be 
created, whether it's through networking or through social media or something like that. God's like, no, I need you to, I want you to work with this person. I want you to understand this area and I want you to listen to this particular person as they share their mistakes about marriage before you go into this marriage that you think you're, you know, is going to be the marriage for the rest of your life. Or I feel like the delays, the delays, sorry, even when we don't know whether they're from God or not, I still believe that we are to pause and we are to see exactly what the significance of this delay means. Because not every delay is necessarily the devil trying to, you know, block you from achieving like God's, you know, plan for you and all that sort of stuff. I do, I I can say that there are experiences where I have seen a delay Sorry, I really should stop coughing. <laughs> okay, let me let me pause when I need to clean my throat. Um, there there really should be a moment where we just are like, okay, God, I know that I have given this idea, I have given this relationship over to you, I have given this goals over to you, and it's not happening. And I'm going to trust that you are in this way more than the devil is in this. And if, and if ultimately these doors are closing, this relationship breaks down, um, we feel convicted that we need to walk away, whatever it is that that delay may look like and be like, okay, I'm going to trust that it's, it's because there was something better. Now, another thing which came to my overtaking, so I've kind of dropped that bit of the story and I will pick it up again. Um, when I'm overtaking people and I get like, I'm like, why are you doing 20, 30 kilometers under the speed limit? Like, this is literally what I get on my roads. And I think it's because it's just like semi-rural. I think the farmers, you know, a lot of them travel quite close, you know, in the area. So I'm jumping on this main road. I'm jumping on at it and I'm needing to travel, you know, 40, 50 kilometers. It's like 53 kilometers. I'm needing to travel 53 kilometers. There might be a farmer that jumps on at one farm and he only needs to travel like four kilometers to the other side of his farm. But here I am trying to get to the other side of um, my area and I've still got, you know, I've got an hour drive on this thing. And they're just like literally some of them will be doing like 80, 70 kilometers an hour. I've had some farmers, it's like 60 Ks an hour. And I'm just like, can you just do the hundred? Like, um, so anyway, so I find myself, you know, getting to this point where there's, there's a car and it's slow. And so I need to overtake them. But then, you know, because of the way that it is on our semi-rural road, not every place is necessarily a safe place to overtake. So then you just got to wait and sit behind that car. Um, until you find a place where you can overtake. And then when I overtake, you know, obviously I overtake. But I just, even with that, I was like, God, why am I like so, and it just comes to this idea that I'm just very punctual and I am very structured in my routine. So if it takes us an hour to get to to Bundaberg, like that's what I don't want it to take an hour and 10 minutes. Like it's enough of a drive as it is. So I'm not going to be sitting patiently behind someone who just wants to do, or even like 
even like people with caravans and I get it. Like, so I, I, I understand that, you know, you can't, our cars just, it's better to run them at 80 kilometers an hour when you're towing than at a hundred. Like there's a big difference. You can even hear it in the car. There's a big difference between running it at, um, towing at 80 kilometers and a hundred. So I have no issues with them. I, I, I almost expect them to be doing 80 kilometers an hour. So when I see a caravan, I'm like, okay, let me find out where I'm going to be able to overtake this car. But the thing that God really spoke to me in that situation is, okay, so firstly, we've got delays and we're like, okay, we can always see it as a negative. We can see that delay as something that, um, it's it's the devil against me kind of thing that point and then secondly when it comes to overtaking god was like catalina like and and i've always taught my girls this i've told my girls like if we forget something and we have to go back home i see that as god being like i need you guys to just wait up like there's something up ahead and that's, the, I don't want you to have that. Like, I don't want that risk or I don't want whatever. He's like, so like, I'm sending you back home. I intentionally made you forget the water bottle or I made you forget the pair of shoes for, or the instrument. I've intentionally made you forget that because I am going to protect you from something that is ahead if you kept on going and had have remembered. So I've always taught them that. I'm like, don't worry guys, we forgot it. It's probably God has another plan. Like I'm very intentional about teaching the girls that when there's delays like that, it's a divine thing. It's a God thing. But when it comes to overtaking, God is like Catalina, like, okay, these people are doing 95. Like really, is it that big of a deal? Like, do you really need to overtake them and be like, yes, I'm doing the hundred kilometers that I'm expecting to do so that it only takes me an hour and it doesn't take me an hour and five minutes because someone was doing 95 Ks and I was stuck behind. Guys like Catalina, can you just like slow down, relax, and just take it easy? Okay, let me pause because I need. And I was like, okay, I'm like, and and then again, God said to me, it's a similar sort of idea, but a little bit different because God is like, please don't overtake the obstacles that are before you. He's like, if there's an obstacle there, it's because I need you to learn something. When I'm wanting to overtake a car because they're going at 95 kilometers an hour instead of 100, and because then it stops me from going at 105, we may see it as like, oh, I'm just getting frustrated, like they should be doing 100. But I will tell you, there is there is a character refinement that comes with sticking behind a car that is going slower than what we do want to be going we may miss the refinement that comes from that. No, this is what God said to me, Catalina, when there is an obstacle, like a car that is going slower than that you would want to, sometimes we even get tractors, man, on our roads. Like there's a tractor that does like 20 kilometers. They probably don't even do 20 Ks. It's probably like 15, 10, 15 Ks on a road that is supposed to be 100 k's an hour and then you get stuck because they're usually wider than the average lane so then it's really hard to overtake like you can't overtake just anywhere because you end up on the other like on the ditch of the other side of the road anyway God's like Catalina I've and this is this is how I see it okay now (laughs) let me be totally honest with you It doesn't mean that I actually do what I'm supposed to do. I still will find a way to overtake them. But God is like Catalina. By putting a car in front of you, 
I want to teach you patience. I want you to be okay with the fact that you just got to cruise at 95 kilometers an hour when you want to be doing 105. There's a there's an element of patience that God wants me by not overtaking the obstacle. That's what God wants me to gain. He wants me to also gain like to surrender my need to be so structured and to have such a strict routine with my, the way I think like oh but I need it needs to take me an hour. Like this will take me an hour and 5 minutes or you know, we, I, I like to get to the school at 8.30 because then it gives me 15 minutes to play with all the kids at the school. Um, and now, you know, st- sticking behind this car, it's going to be less than 15 minutes. And um, I need, you know, 15 minutes to get to work from there. And because now I'm going to be later here, then it's going to be later there and it's going to be later everywhere. And my whole, my whole plan for my morning is going to be disrupted because this car is doing 95 kilometers an hour. So by staying behind the obstacle, God is also going to teach me it's okay, Catalina. Like not everything has to be exactly how you wanted it. It, it releases a degree of control. It just, it, it's like, it's okay. Like, so there's so many things that I feel like sometimes when we try and overtake our obstacles, whatever that may look like, on our journey from point A to point B or anything that we see that is a hindrance or an obstacle or something that is stopping us from reaching the goals the way that we want to reach those goals or the way that we want to do certain things. We can often desire to overtake them and to miss what God wanted to teach us through that obstacle. So, Let's say, um, I don't know, maybe someone, some of us might be going through like some financial difficulties and we're just like, I'm just going to go pick up another job or I'm going to go and, you know, start selling things off or um, maybe we're instead of us using that moment of financial difficulty of allowing God to provide for us. And again, like I'm not saying, you know, anyone who's going through hardship, you just got to spend time in prayer and everything will be resolved and God will just, you know, bring money from heaven and just dump it on your doorstep. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to be like that, but I do believe that there comes a point where in moments like that, there is an opportunity for God to reveal himself and for your faith to be dependent on him rather than I've got to fix this there's an issue in my family, I've got to fix it. When you didn't, you haven't even like prayed once for the situation where you haven't at once been like, God, what would you like me to learn from this situation? Sometimes I feel we overtake difficulties. We go the easy route. We, instead of working through the difficulty and the challenge, we're just looking for the quickest way to get out of the uncomfortable emotions and thoughts that that situation brings about and so we just we overtake and so yeah wherever we're at however we're processing whatever's going on in our lives I want to invite you to consider those two points one the delay may actually be God's divine intervention 
it may be God trying to refine us, trying to give us, I would say it's like trying to just let us, let us see God work things out rather than us work things out. Um, I feel in us having delays, it should help us to strengthen our trust in him through that process. And then additionally, I also believe that in us having obstacles in our way, it also gives us an opportunity to just allow God to work in our lives rather than us being trying to do things our way and making everything our will rather than really just allowing God's will to be done, however that comes about and whatever that may look like. It may be very different to us. Like we might have plans. I mean, I'll give you this example. So you'll probably know, I really love the North New South Wales conference. Um, It's just a really, really, really good conference in terms of the way that they provide their programs and the way that they work with their young people like um it's just a very good conference and so they're in my mind because stevie was offered positions to work for that conference um as a bible worker i thought in my head i'm like yes we're going to be bible workers in for the north new south Wales conference and that's how we're going to get to be in like the best conference i would always say in the world but you know i can only really speak about australia but you know i am going to throw it out there that I, I do think quite highly of the conference. So for me, it was like, okay, that's, you know, years ago, like back in 2015 after Stevie did arise, I'm like, okay, that's how we're going to be in the North New South Wales conference. Like it's going to be through Bible working and we're going to be in ministry. And that's how I thought it was going to plan out. And as, you know, looking now on it, how long has that been? Like six years since those opportunities presented themselves. I have seen so many obstacles that I have wanted to overtake because it just didn't happen. I have seen so many delays, things come up that just stopped us from going there. And yeah, at the time it was like, no, like this is the devil. And, you know, like even to the point where like Stevie was, someone had asked Stevie for a resume and this was back, this would have been like 2017, 2017, maybe even 2018. Um, there was a leader in North New South Wales conference who wanted Stevie to send through a resume. Random. Anyway, they, they were like, they met me and they were like, you know, I'd really like to, to see your husband's resume. So we sent the resume didn't hear back from this person and I was in contact with this person, you know, very randomly. So, you know, they could have definitely, I mean, and they definitely knew how to get a hold of me. So they could have definitely been like, Hey, so the resume hasn't come through, you know, just checking what's up. No, nothing. Six months later, we're still trying to work out like, Oh, maybe, you know, the resume wasn't that good or maybe the position wasn't available or, you know, maybe just the guy didn't want to give Stevie the job, whatever it was. We had worked out all these reasons as to why um, Stevie didn't get a call back in our head. We're trying to process the obstacle. We're trying to process the delaying communication in our own way. And then at some point, I remember I was talking with um, a lady who's just one of my like spiritual mentors. 
and um she she knew how she saw how devastated I was because I was like man like that's another opportunity North New South Wales conference that has come up but it just didn't work out and this one wasn't like had nothing to do with us making that decision just the other person obviously didn't want to give Stevie the position or whatever or maybe Stevie wasn't suited whatever and she says to us she, she says to me she's like did you check the email like did did Stevie put in the right email address and I was like Stevie's so thorough with his stuff like trust me the guy runs his own business like he's he's very professional of course he put the email in right anyway waited even longer I don't know maybe like two weeks three weeks and I was like still like just like anger with God I'm like God why did it work out and whatever and I'm like you know what I'm gonna go and check this email address Stevie literally missed one letter of the guy's last name now after that I was like oh wow so me trying to get to my destination uh, North New South Wales conference, I'm like, Stevie, you will not believe this. You sent it to the wrong email. You missed a letter in the guy's last name. It's like, I'm like, so just send it again. Stevie's like, no, maybe that was God. And in my head, I'm like, what on earth, man? No, that was not God. That was, if, it, if it's going to be anyone, it was the devil. Um, and he was like, maybe that was God. Maybe God didn't want us to take that position. Maybe God didn't want us to send our resume through. Maybe God doesn't want us in the North East Wales Conference. And I just was like, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think you understand. Like the destination is North East Wales Conference. Anyway, here we are. Now this opportunity has presented itself for us to take our girls down to the school. The destination is that we'll still be North New South Wales Conference, but it just came in such a different way to what we had ever imagined. And I will honestly tell you that it's so different when you're trying to work things out. Like when that opportunity came up in 2017, I was like, this is it, like, this is it. We are, we're going to make this thing work, and um, it felt so much like it was in our control, where this time around, like, North New South Wales, the move, it's such a God thing, that in my head, I'm like, God, even if we don't go, like, it's okay, like, my heart is in such a better position, it's such a healthier position, that I'm like, I'm not going to make this thing work, like, we don't go, we don't go, like, and, and we're having this discussion with Stevie, like, if if things work out that we can't even cross the border come December, like, I'm totally okay with that, I'm just, I'm so at peace just resting in Christ, I'm, I'm at peace following the car at 95Ks right now, um, I'd rather stick behind that car at 95 and see what God is trying to show me than overtake this thing and be, like, no, we're going to make this thing happen. Like we'll, we'll jump the borders before they close. Or, you know, if we see that things are getting worse, like we'll just take the girls out of school earlier and make the move to New South Wales. Like there are all the options that we can take. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm, I'm completely at peace with God just letting us just sit and cruise behind this car and get to our destination when he has it, when he desires it. And I guess for you guys, I hope... It's the same for you as well. I hope that you can stick behind the slow car and just take in the view, be at peace, and let God really show you 
like what he wants to show you and prepare your heart and strengthen your faith so that yeah when you do get to the point where you're either overtaking or you finally reach your destination you reached your destination with all the lessons that you needed to learn before you got there um all right guys until next week my prayer my hope and my desire they say warm in god's love they say cool for jesus's name and may you stay at peace just yeah rolling behind that car that's doing slower than you would want them to because ultimately God has a bigger plan and his ways are much higher than yours and his plans are much higher than yours. So however he works out your plans and your destination, I can guarantee you it will be the best way Um, and you'll be grateful for God at the end of it. All right, see you.